0: Warning, this third installment of Spyrocon Review Podcast's Bond Marathon will contain adult language, mature situations, debonair spies with a flair for the dramatic, mute Korean henchmen with razor-tipped bowlers, judo-wielding pilots with provocative names, an Aston Martin filled with gadgets, and a villain who only loves gold. Listener discretion is advised. Sparkin Motion Picture Review James Bond 007 Goldfinger Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sparkin Motion Picture Review Sparkin's podcast where we talk about movies I'm your host Zane Sankonichiwa Aloha Bonjour and what's up Hey I'm Greta Yes and we're back for our third installment of our James Bond marathon review we really should figure out a name for it Bondathon or that sounds really weird
1: Bondathon
0: you guys let us know what you guys think. Email us. So
1: it's like a new like car repair service. <laughs>
0: sponsored Born, by Bondo. Yes, sponsored by Bondo. Yes, but let us know what you guys think that we should name this theme. Because it's not one month. It's multiple months. So theme quarter.
1: Is it a quarter of the year? It's a third. Well, it's the 25th movie that's coming out this year.
0: And it's Yeah, so let us know what you guys think. It's going to be a quarter maybe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, as we said. Thank you for joining us, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connected, enhanced narratives. Now, pretty much what that means is that every episode we talk about one to two movies, and we tell you the pros and cons about it, how the the characters are, the cinematography, and if it's worth watching or not. You don't have to read anything that we say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes
1: at www.spyrekin.com
0: We're also on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Just follow us and like us. And if you see us in an event, definitely check us out. And definitely follow us on Instagram and uh, reach tweet yeah. us on Twitter. At yeah. Spyrekin, if you have any comments or concern. And if you want to email us, me personally, zanxan at spyrekin.com. Greta, we're still working on her email. It's been a year, I know.
1: I get enough email as it is.
0: That is true. So you don't need your own extra email. But that sounds wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, we should get to it, shall I? Because this is the third installment of our, as you call it, right now we're saying Bond-a-thon. We're talking about all the James Bond movies leading up to No Time to Die in April. And so far we've talked about Dr. No. we talked about From Russia with Love. And now... We're talking for arguably, arguably the most iconic and the best James Bond film.
1: Goldfinger.
0: He's the man, the man with the
1: Midas touch. Because he loves gold too yeah. much.
0: Yes, he does. Goldfinger. And this is on. Un- Interesting installment of the Ion Productions films for two reasons. Number one, this is the first film that wasn't directed by Terrence Young. It's directed by Guy Hamilton, because Terrence Young didn't want...
1: He wanted to try something else?
0: Yes, he wanted to go somewhere else. It's still being produced by Harold. He Herald. thought he
1: could do better than a Bond film? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding.
0: No, he's been doing good. But this is... First off, it's the one where we have that, and also... This is the first film which got in a lot of trouble with censors in the United States and around the world because of just the concept of Goldfinger. Because the, the poster design is a nude woman in gold, which is actually. She's
1: not nude, she is in a bikini.
0: Yes, but she's she's virtually naked in gold, completely on the
1: painted, very sixties, very
0: sultry, and people were very offended by this. So they actually the American posters don't have this. The few that did have a picture of the girl, she's covered in a certain way; where you don't see her midriff at all, or it's a picture of her hand with the images on it. Also, one of the main characters, they actually had to censor her first name because a little enticing, even though they
1: called her Miss Galore
0: yes instead of pussy galore and i love the fact that they said that um that the director said straight up that if any ten year old boy doesn't know that they're a little bitch <laughs> like really wow
1: maybe he was talking about a female dog
0: maybe he was but it's interesting and speaking of which so this film was made for 3 million dollars it made 125 million so it was a success It's the one that you talk about the most because of certain iconic characters, and this also set the precedent for the female um, Bond girl with the double entendre name. Yes. Yes. And so, starring in this film, going backwards as we usually do, first off, we had Bernard Lee returning as M, Lois Maxwell returning as Miss Manypenny, Desmond Llewellyn returning as Q, And now a couple of the other people, you had uh, C. Linder playing Felix Leiter. Now, he is taking over for Jack Lord, who was in Dr. No. This is James Bond's FBI counterpart. And the weird thing is that this was not a smooth transition, like a Dick York, Dick Sargent for Bewitched fans, or it's not a one-to-one ratio like in Batman Begins, Rachel... Weiss and, or it's a you know.
1: It's just like a completely different person with the same name and we're going to pretend that we're, we all know each other.
0: Yes this is like the Bond situation but it isn't the typical like wink wink I'm a different actor. It's just no I'm the same person even though I'm younger and I look completely different. And I like Jack Lord a little better than this guy. I think he was not as good as Jack Lord. He's a little more like lazy.
1: And looking backwards they could have given him the same name and acknowledge that he was a different guy. However, acknowledge that he's the same level of friend and inter um, departmental friendliness and all of that stuff. Like, I don't know, making double Oh seven, a name and James Bond, a name, but not necessarily having it be the same. James. That's
0: a theory that a lot of people have had for the other movies, but they've kind of thrown that out the window with the recent films. But, Again, we digress. So next you have one of the most popular characters in the franchise. And if you play the old, old deny game, you know this character because everyone says you would cheat with this character, even though he's the best character ever. A man who introduced the idea of throwing a hat as a weapon. We're talking about Toshiyuki Harold Sakata. He's a wrestler who's known as Toso Togo, but we know him in this
1: as... Our job.
0: Yes. The silent Korean manservant who could crush a...
1: But what's ironic is he's not actually Korean. He's Japanese. And what I like about him is he's from Hawaii. So
0: Yes, he's from uh, Loa.
1: I don't know. He's from somewhere. Yes. He's from Hawaii. But- Japanese guy from Hawaii. Pro wrestler.
0: But he's so charming, though. I mean, he's really bad, but he's...
1: He also has no speaking part, but he's arguably one of the best villains. Mm.
0: Apparently, though, in his death scene, he actually got electrocuted, but he held on to it so he to commit to it, and that's commitment.
1: That's total commitment.
0: Uh, who else? You had Tiny Mallet and Shirley Easton playing two of the Bond girls, Tilly and Jill Masterson. They're kind of the one of the uh, Jill is the catalyst for the entire movie, and then Tilly is just a girl who. She wants to avenge her big sister.
1: Yeah, like early on, a girl dies.
0: Yes. And then we have our, surprisingly, a femme fatale and a main bond girl. So she's someone who switches over from bad to good. We're talking about Honor Blackman as the infamous Pussy Galore, the personal pilot and leader of the all-female fighting team known as Pussy Galore's Flying Circus. Wow. Wow.
1: Sounds like quite the fantasy.
0: Yes. A fun fact about Honor Blackman, she actually was a main character on the British TV show The Avengers, which was very spy versus spyist. That's the one with, um, I forgot his name, uh, Emma Peel and her name, uh, it was spies Emma Peel and uh, something Steed. Can't remember his first name. It's but anyway, so but she was one of the spies on that, so she, she was good with judo moves. So they actually rewrote the script so she could have judo fights.
1: Judo Ooh. chop.
0: Which is crazy. Also, she is the one that introduced the tradition of female double entendre. Especially. And then we have our main villain of the piece.
1: Well, Pussy Galore, that's like um, a lot of kittens, right?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, Kitty Galore. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, But our main villain is Gert Frobe. <laughs> Gert Frobe as Auric Goldfinger, the eponymous Goldfinger. A man obsessed with gold. He loves the color of it. And this is an uh, important role because actually it was considered for, by Orson Welles, but he wanted too much money. He's like said, I want, you know, like triple the amount of what anyone else would make. You know, I think he would make cool, but.
1: Is that just a way of him saying I don't want the role? Like, sure, I'll do it. Oh, he was, But you have to pay me this much, knowing that they wouldn't.
0: He was a crazy...
1: It's a good question, though, isn't it? It
0: is. Orson Welles was a very strange man. <laughs> very strange indeed. I can't
1: see him being Goldfinger. I can only see Gert being Goldfinger.
0: He does a good job, but the interesting fact is that he didn't speak a lot of English, and he spoke his lines phonetically, and he was very slow. So all the scenes with Goldfinger are double speed. When he's speaking, they're all double speed, and he was redubbed over. So that's kind of funny.
1: I expect you to die!
0: <laughs> Which makes it even more awkward. But that's a cool scene. And then, of course, we have our main James Bond for this time period for the third film. Who are we talking about?
1: Sean Connery. The best James Bond.
0: Yes. He actually got injured on this this film, and there was a whole money dispute, and he apparently got... Uh, a deal that he gets 5% of the gross of each Bond film he stars in from this point on after an incident on the set. So that's not bad. But that also explains why he's only in, two, in three more Bond films. Because they
1: couldn't pay more for it. I wonder what happened.
0: Uh, he got injured. His back got injured in a fight scene with Oddjob in Miami.
1: Interesting. Yes. It's kind
0: of cool. So this movie opens up with one of the strangest Bond secret equipment ever we're talking about the scuba suit with a bird on its head on his head this is why like
1: legit a bird like a like a seagull
0: yeah and he he goes in he he ends up destroying a plant sneaks into somewhere else
1: finds a girl it's one of like the kind of the coolest ones because it's where he emerges from his scuba gear and he's in a tuxedo
0: yes the debonair just he pulls off the suit he's just all it's like all so iconic and he ends up meeting the girl, making out with the girl. And the girl tries to kill him and he beats him, <laughs> beats him up and says, shocking. Because <laughs> he ends up shocking. He
1: electrocutes him.
0: And then then he's on vacation. And that's where this movie starts. He's, he's on like vacation. Supposed
1: to, he's supposed to be resting and recovering.
0: And Felix says, hey, listen, I needed you to do me a favor. Um, and he, M gets help with him. And he wants to observe this guy... Goldfinger, who's at the hotel also, and he's cheating at cards because he loves to win. And and as he finds out that he's cheating, he ends up meeting a girl who's his accomplice. He ends up stopping him.
1: Because of course there's a girl.
0: They end up flirting. Things are cool. It goes well. He gets knocked out. And then when he wakes up, the girl is dead in his bedroom, covered.
1: Covered in gold.
0: And she died from skin suffocation, which is apparently a real thing. Yes. Because you need actually a little piece of skin that's uncovered in order to survive. Which is kind of crazy. So now it's slightly a revenge movie and a little bit of a heist movie because they want to find out what's going on with Like, because apparently Goldfinger is smuggling gold across borders. They don't know how it's going to happen. But they want Bond to figure out where it's going and how are they going to do this. First off, they... Need him to meet meet Goldfinger so they're going to give him a bar of Nazi gold that they recovered. Kind of cool. And they're also going to give him something very cool. Some new gadgets and one specific gadget that everyone loves. The DB5 Austin Martin. Or Aston Martin.
1: Yeah, Aston Martin. A beautiful car.
0: With reversible uh, license plates, machine guns, Oil slime
1: throwers. I mean, this car has everything. Ejector seat. We
0: cannot forget the ejector seat because this will come into play many years later.
1: And poor M, he gives him. No oh, Q. Q. Poor Q. He gives him the car, and he's like, shows him all the stuff. And all he wants is the car back. You know he's not going to get the Please
0: bring car it back, back in one piece. You
1: know he's not getting the car back. The
0: car gets totaled in a really messed up way.
1: Like, come on. Q, you're going to put an ejector seat in it? He's going to use it. You're going to put flamethrowers? He's going to yeah. use those. You're going to make it bulletproof? It's going to be shot at.
0: Yeah, well, what... However, he ends up investigating Goldfinger and, uh some very cool ways... It starts off with a very um, cat and mouse game of golf. Yeah. Which that was really clever how he wins. Like, oh, you must have been playing with a different ball. Sorry.
1: And he hates to lose.
0: Yes. And then later on he follows him to Switzerland and then becomes a whole fight and he ends up going to Goldfinger's lab. I mean,
1: when you list out everything that happens in this movie, it's insane.
0: It's part revenge story, part action-adventure, unlike the last film, which we said was very spy-versus-spy Cold War era. This is an adventure story of where he's trying to investigate this guy for half the movie, and then the other half of the movie is him being held hostage and trying to escape. Yeah. Because he ends up getting captured by Goldfinger, and this leads to the most iconic scene in most Bond films that's been parodied so many times. Bond strapped to the table with a laser that could cut through gold going to cut his nether regions. And when... James asks, "So, do you want me to talk, Goldfinger?
1: Finger?" It's like, no, I expect you to die.
0: Oh, that's such a great scene. And then he he out of his ass, he ends up saving his life because he could have killed him instantly if he didn't know those two words.
1: And he should have killed him instantly, but
0: but he didn't, and that so he spares his life. And then, but that actually shows up later on because they end up trying to save him cuz he has a a tracking device on him, a little tracking device which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and ironically like it's so genius. Goldfinger like realizes that the Americans are following him and want to make sure he's okay. So what does he do? He has pussy galore. Go walk around with James Bond and pretend like everything's fine. So his friends see him walking around with a woman and they're like, "Ah, He's fine. It's
0: just James being James. That's all it is. That's
1: why he hasn't called back in.
0: And then later on they discover his tracking device, which is kind of cool because it's in his shoe. His little tracking device in his shoe. It ends up being put into a guy who gets killed, and they find it in a crushed cube. Like, oh, God.
1: And they realize, maybe, just maybe, there's something wrong. We need to go help him. Yes.
0: And now the whole heist is Goldfinger wants to break into Fort Knox and put a nuclear device in there, irradiate it, and then gold prices will soar. He'll make money. Gold will be wonderful.
1: It's genius because it would have to take, you know, a lot, you know, what is it, like 50 years?
0: 58 years.
1: For the gold to be um, accessible again, for the radiation to go away. So making his personal gold supply... Like, the the standard. It's genius, really.
0: And it's more genius because if he gets stopped, because he tells James if the Americans try to locate the bomber, or interfere his plans, he'll just blow it up somewhere else. Yeah. So it's kind of a win-win situation. And I love that it all hinges upon Pussy Galore, who is Goldfinger's femme fatale, his assistant who is first very all about goldfinger everything's fine then she turns on him because she realizes that this is not cool
1: well she wasn't always just about goldfinger she was about the money she just wanted her cut and then she was just going to go away and live her life she had other plans
0: and he was totally into her and she would not give him the time of day yeah she's not the typical bond girl that's that and she even admits like i'm not that girl that's going to fall all over you that's not how she rolls yeah That's not how she acts. And actually, the next couple of femme fatales are like that. Where it's like, they're not... This is another element that you see. It's not all the, oh, I love you, James. You're amazing. No, it's, we're bad guys. We may have fun with you, but...
1: These are our decisions.
0: And they're independent, strong women.
1: You can't save us. Which is kind of... Well. But but then, that's when it starts to get a little... Sexually aggressive on James's side.
0: Well, not in this one. This one's still kind of she's she she's totally controlled the entire time. Yes. And ends with a interesting.
1: A huge. It's like the first of the feminist uprisal. Yeah. Uprising.
0: Yeah, out of Bond girls, Pussy Galore has never been one of my favorites. I think she's a little too aggressive. No, no, it's just like. Compared to Honey Rider and uh, Tatiana, I don't think she's as good. She okay. has the more provocative name and she's more can get her stuff together, but I don't know. That's just me. Uh, I will say, though, that seeing the, the fight scene in Fort Knox is awesome because it's a great fight scene. Another henchman versus Bond fight that's great because Odd Job is like a tank. He doesn't talk. He's almost indestructible, and it takes a lot to hurt him. I mean, they throw a gold brick at his chest, and it just bounces off, and he's like, just keeps coming.
1: He's like, what else do you have?
0: It just takes trickery to, to get rid of him, and then how Goldfinger dies is horrific.
1: But I also like that Goldfinger had a contingency plan for everything. So if things went wrong, underneath his outfit was a U.S. military outfit. So that he can take off his outer clothes, kill a couple people, and say, go get them, go get them, and then run away. I mean, not a great outfit. It was slightly different. Like, he didn't have it exactly right, and he's holding a gold gun. Like, that's not standard issued. Not
0: the golden gun, but it's a gold gun.
1: (laughs) Right. Still not standard issue.
0: However, it was, a, it was a great consistency plan because you wouldn't expect because everything's crazy at that moment. Like, oh, they went that way. The Chinese I, went that way.
1: I liked that moment. You're like, no, no, he's the guy. He just dressed up in the different outfit.
0: I like that he picks up the machine gun and just kills them all. He, he's a competent villain. And unlike Rosa Klebb, he gets what's coming to him in a more horrific way. It's like... Out of the deaths, I think his is more horrific than Doctor knows. Because Doctor knows, like, I can't survive, I'm you know, I, I, I can almost do it, but no, his hands are gonna fall off the just like... he can't hold himself up. Rosa Klebb is just like nothing happened. She's just beaten submission, not poisoned, not killed, just beaten. And Goldfinger, he gets sucked out of an airplane. <laughs> I mean, that's a horrific way to die. That's almost as bad as being spaced. Well, that's a future Bond villain. Maybe he gets spaced. Uh, now, besides the, um, the homing beacons and the car. the car and the industrial laser, which is awesome, which they bring up twice, you have also the Odd Jobs hat, which is a cool device. There aren't that many gadgets in this one. Just the car is the big thing because it's focused on the car being tricked out. Uh, the henchmen were great in this one. Ajab and Pussy both were very competent henchmen. I think Ajab is a hundred times better than Red Grant, and he makes oh totally he makes this movie why it's so great.
1: He's I think out of all movies, he's one of the top villains like ever.
0: He's a because gr- Or Fingers before
1: everyone gets up in arms. I didn't say the top. I just said one of the top.
0: Yes, villains. Ajab is a, is one of the best villains, and Goldfinger is one of the best villains because his plan would have worked. His plan was 100% foolproof until
1: it theoretically did work. They were there. They were going to set off the bomb. The bomb was going to go off if he had waited just a little bit longer.
0: Also, you got to love the fact that when James turns off the bomb, the fact that it ends on 007 seconds.
1: Oh, nice little touch. Super nice touch. Yeah. Nice little nod there.
0: Nice little nod. And uh, I'm trying to think of what else there is. But there's some other little elements here. And then, of course, the, the search plane looking for James and Pussy Galore. And then they hide underneath the parachute at the end. I think that this is the quintessential Bond film for this period because of how... Well, one, it's a complete story even though it does tie back slightly to the older ones, but it's different. I think that if Terrence Young was directing this, I think it would have fit more into it. I think Sylvia Trench would have shown up again, and I think it would have flowed very differently than how it is in this film. This is this is definitely more like a adventure story than a typical Bond movie, and I do like that. Yes. The Cold War aspect, the concept of smirch... And Spectre has been taken out, and it's its own villain. It's not a Spectre villain. It's he's right. just a villain looking for his own interest.
1: He's just a bad guy. I like that they had the mob in it.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, we forgot to talk about the mob and how he sc- how Goldfinger screws them over in a just horrific way.
1: But I like that he had the mob in it. Like, that was a nice little... Again, t- appropriate for the time period.
0: Because the mob was a big part of the 60s. Right. A, that monster. Also, this is taking place in Miami, another very unique locale. Because the last one took place in Russia and Istanbul. And this is all about Miami. And also Kentucky because it's at a stud farm and Fort Knox. So, America again. So, it goes Europe, America, Europe, America.
1: And it was an interesting way to... Like, the whole plot of it was an interesting way of... Crumbling a country.
0: It would have it would have crippled the country, and China would have been made all the money because, well, what do we say?
1: <laughs> because gold.
0: Because yeah, because gold. But it is would so have important. like
1: made Goldfinger rich. It would have crippled the country. It was like win-win for Goldfinger. I don't know. I it was. I thought it was a really good Bond movie.
0: It was, and one thing we have to bring up again is the theme song, and this is the theme song. I mean, yes, you have the James Bond theme, which that's the number one, but for the theme songs for the films, Goldfinger is perfect. That's why they played this at the Oscars. That's mm-hmm. why this is that memorable, because Shirley Bassey just belting out what you need to know about it, and the opening sequences, it fits the gold hands. and
1: Oh, yeah. Totally.
0: Yes, I think that's all we could really say about Goldfinger. Watch it. Uh, now, contrary to people talking about Gold Member, yeah,
1: with Austin Powers,
0: yeah, you, you can't. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's it's no, no, you you should they shouldn't have done that." It's because
1: no, f- like that's the the what is it the greatest form of
0: flattery is a parody, but this is
1: right. That was. I mean, and if you ask, um, what's his name that plays Austin Powers?
0: Oh, uh, Mike Myers.
1: If you ask Mike Myers, he's a huge fan of this.
0: He is. Like,
1: that's why he took so much of it and made it into... Like, in
0: Austin Powers, the first one, the guy throws a shoe instead of throwing the hat. Instead of the, the,
1: hat, the hat, right. Like, he did it intentionally because he's a huge <laughs> fan.
0: I know, but uh, it, it's one of my rubs. I think Goldfinger's just... But anyway, so... loved it it. loved it this is a really 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 fucking cool and so far this is number one in the bond films for villain the, the movie itself henchmen the gadgets are good the theme song the only thing i put down is i think that pussy galore is not a great bond girl that's my opinion though
1: i think she's a great bond girl
0: she sets up the precedent for a lot of Bond girls, but I think that Honey Rider just...
1: Honey Ra- Rider, like, bothered me because she's just such an idiot.
0: But her oh, her introduction is amazing. It's not the, who are you? I'm pussy galore. I must be dreaming. True. Not the, she comes out of the ocean.
1: That Well, that bikini was the most iconic bikini. That is? It still is, frankly.
0: But yeah, so random question of... So yeah, both of us are saying it's really, really, really fucking cool. And the random question for the episode is... Do you think that Pussy Galore is best Bond girl so far? Or no? Let us know.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, ZanSparker.com or leave comments below. Um, so I guess that's I think we've talked about this to death, I think. <laughs> to, to gold death. And oh, also the fact his name's Oric, A-U, for gold... Gold number. And this is a very punny movie. Oh,
1: totally. The puns just start getting stronger.
0: Yeah, soon it's going to be the... And I love Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. That's just the last movies are just pun... Dialogue is just puns. There's no dialogue. This one's... There's still a little bit semblance of hope left. Not much, but... No,
1: I love the puns. Give me more puns.
0: Well, we'll we'll find out there's more puns next time uh so i guess that's it for this episode guys thank you for listening check out our other podcast at we've got a bunch of really cool stuff coming out and we're almost done with the sean connery years we've got a couple more films and soon we'll be getting on to some of the other people but Woo-hoo. with that in mind
1: watch more movies
0: i'm your host zan i'm greta we're gone so will catch you guys next time and uh
1: yeah watch more movies
0: watch more movies see you guys (laughs)
1: later Bye. bye
2: word finger beckons you to enter his way The kiss of death from Mr. Goldfinger Pretty girl, beware of this heart high-
3: Stop, look, he's gunning for trouble. 007, it spells Bond. Shocking. He's the idol of every woman.
2: Who are you? Bond.
3: James Bond. The envy of every man. The nemesis of the treacherous Mr. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Goldfinger, a triumph in thrill leaving cinema entertainment. The man with the mind. A three-time winner for Fleming's Secret Agent 007.
2: My name is Pussy Galore.
3: Isn't it customary to grant the condemned man his last request?
2: You've asked for this.
3: <coughs> Come and purr over Anna Blackman as Pussy Galore. <coughs> the female who is all feline. Also starring Gert Roper as Goldfinger. International cheat, international menace. Gentlemen! Goldfinger, why weren't we told the New York and the West Coast weren't on this? Goldfinger, I made a delivery. Where is my money? And you owe me one million bucks. Goldfinger, the man with a finger in every pie. His goal, Fort Knox, the world's biggest bank. His enemy, 007, the world's wiliest, toughest gentleman agent with a license to kill. 007, it spells Bond. James Bond, mixing business with girls and thrills girls and fun girls and danger the hotter the danger the cooler he takes it i think you've made your point goldfinger thank you for the demonstration choose your next witnesses isn't carefully mr bond it may be your last do you expect me to talk no mr bond i expect you to bye